안녕하세요. 네, 그 두루님 아들이에요. 미국서 왔어요. 네, 맞서 반갑습니다. 아, 그 우리 이주일 동안 있을 거예요. 네, 맞서 반갑습니다. 요, what up, street dogs? Eric Kim. Alright, some uh, Turbo Mountain thoughts. So, um, the first thought is, you know, kind of a good idea if your life goal is to become the most turbo or epic person possible to. Invest your energies on thinking about the best environment, the best climate to be in. So, currently here in the beautiful mountains of Hadong in Seoul, South Korea, or not Seoul, but South Korea. And and one of the reasons I really like about being here is I have a theory that being in the mountain strengthens you, it's fascinating um, there's like a quadrillion things to look at uh, and I have a theory that maybe thinking about greatness in life, it's about Climbing, ascending, and uh, overcoming. And I've been really enjoying these new hill climbs. Essentially just sprint up the mountain as quickly as you can for fun and no need to time or measure yourself with a stupid Apple watch. You just do it for funsies. And so, why ascend? So, it's kind of my thought that in life, the hilarity is we seek the easy path, but actually, I think on the contrary, the climb is actually more interesting. So, even with notions of hiking, right? It's not even hiking per se, it's more of a, my thought is kind of more of a mountaineering or a hill climb. And 
I really like that because the ascent and the overcoming and going upwards is the joy. It's not so much being a basic lowlander. <laughs> and even with cars, right? I'm not that interested in just having a super fast car and just going through a trek. I kind of like this more, in some ways, the overlanding mountaineering concept where you just try to have the most capable vehicle that could climb up a hill. So, typically speaking, um, cars with instant torque. So ideally actually to climb up a hill, uh, having an electric car, a Tesla, would be quite good. Um, having a car with a, a big engine, right? Like a V8 engine, seems like a good idea for instant torque. The downside of turbochargers, there's the turbo lag, which makes it difficult to ascend and climb. So my ideal car would be some sort of like V8 sedan or V8 hatchback manual transmission. Manual is fun when you're climbing up a hill because by being able to, you know, manually control the the gear, you're actually more present and you feel more connected when you're climbing up the hill. So another thing that's actually really nice about being here is like, do you hear all the, the random sounds and stuff like that? It's actually, quite uh, heartwarming. <laughs> um, and even my ideal of a hike, right? My ideal hike or a climb would be kind of the minimum viable hike where, you know, you only need to go for 30 minutes, right? Like, I like that even a 15 minute hike where it's just a, the incline is just like straight up like this and I just go up and then I just go back home is kind of the ideal. So. One of the reasons I love about being, oh, well, look at how beautiful this is, right? So, you know, if I'm I'm stuck in the boring, boring Orange County, LA suburbs, I go on a walk around the block, there ain't nothing to see. Here, there's like a quadrillion leaves on the floor. I hear the different sounds. There's some shade, there's some light, which makes it feel very nice on my bare skin. And I also think that being in the mountains is quite good to refresh and uh, recharge yourself and your soul. <clears throat> and so, maybe even the next attachment I'm gonna get from my GoPro is the, the chest strap. Anyways, so, yeah, I think, there's something about being in the mountains, going on these little nice solitary mountain walks. I think it's actually very conducive for uh, thinking. And ultimately, once you become a quadrillionaire, billionaire, and you piece out of your company like Sergey Brin, Larry Page, they bounce from Google, but apparently they're still on like 51% of the shares. Um, even Jeff Bezos, right? He stepped down as the chairman. So effectively he pieced out of Amazon. And 
the only entrepreneurs I still admire are the ones that, well, look at this, have still stayed with the companies they founded because then it's not just about selling the company, making it public and making a bunch of money and just having an exit plan, but it's actually auto telic. Auto means self, telic, telos, Greek means a uh, purpose. So the auto telic purpose of creating a company isn't to make a bunch of money or even change the world. It's just kind of more, like it doesn't need to be altruistic. It's just, it fascinates you enough that you would want to do it for the sake of uh, doing it. Um, and even for me and doing these vlogs and stuff, I do it because it's just fun. It's, it's fun, it's interesting to me. Um, I like to innovate, we got all this cool. Also another thing too is like, if you're a vi video vlogger, whatever, just touch everything, even you know, kind of give people a sense of interactivity, right? Picking up, Seneca loves it when I pick up rocks and throw it. Treat your GoPro like a, like it's your, uh, it's your own real life. Um, also with walks too, it's like, when do you know when to go back? It's kind of like, just follow your gut. You're like, oh, I'm kind of bored of it. Just kind of go back. Um, so no, it's kind of this strange like virtuosity thing that comes with hiking or mountaineers. Like, oh, you know, you gotta enjoy the walk, you know, keep your devices away and just be present. I'm like, no, nah, that's kind of a, it's kind of, um, kind of a, a weak sauce way to think about things. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I really do like the idea that if you're, you know, seeking some sort of greater uh, turbo thinking, right? It's a good idea too. Well, look at these roots, man. This totally, man, it's so funny. Everyone wants to go to Japan. Ain't nobody ever talk about how beautiful the mountainside of Korea is, right? But anyways, so, um, Essentially, what I'm trying to propose is, um, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, right? So apparently a lot of, uh, during COVID, a lot of the billionaires, um, you know, bought private mansions, yachts, uh, doomsday bunkers, whatever. Um, and I was thinking, I'm like, you know, if I was Peter Thiel or anybody else, right? Like, would I really want to, you know, just buy a secluded, beautiful mountainside retreat creative bunker in New Zealand somewhere? Um, probably not because I still like being part of society and I like the potentiality of being able to interact and engage with other people. Like I love, I love people. I love beautiful people. I love beautiful women. I love, uh, beautiful men, super swole dudes at the gym, stuff like that. And so I think a lot of people who come to the, the mountains or seek seclusion from the city, whatever, um, <clears throat> Perhaps they're just over weary of the constant hustle and bustle. And you know, even my thought too, right? Like I call it Silicon Mountain, right? So, you know, assuming you're here in Korea or I don't know, Mount Arrowhead or Lake Arrowhead or wherever you is, right? Isn't it? And then you have super fast, insanely fast Wi-Fi, even here in the mountains, right? Like gigabit internet speeds or whatever, right? Like doesn't it make more sense to like live up here and you know just do your internet works up here rather than being in like some like depressive ass like Palo Alto compound? Uh, I think so. Um, 
And even the hilarity is that I think my mom, she bought her minimalistic house for almost like only like maybe 150,000, 200,000 or something. And I see all these people in the Bay Area trying to jostle to just buy a 2.2 million dollar house somewhere in Albany or Berkeley or, um, you know, drop, drop 3 million to buy a basic two or three bedroom house somewhere in San Francisco, right? Like to me it's preposterous. Like I would ideally like, you know, live up here, have a car to just kind of go into the, the city and go back and forth. But ultimately I still do prefer a life of travel and exploration while looking, even hearing all this stuff, right? Like, um, and yeah, things are good about being here in the, the mountainside, right? Um, you actually become a little bit less self-conscious because you don't really see Ain't nobody here, right? So I could walk around without my t-shirt even though my mom yells at me. Um, and it's uh, it's really conducive to thinking. Um, I like the idea that you think and you also share your thoughts. So there's also this, uh, I think, false notion of being some sort of hermit philosopher who goes in a cave for 10 years and seeks enlightenment and truth. And then once his enlightened and happy, then they just stay that way, right? And I think that's um, a little bit misguided. I think, you know, innately we all have a love of humanity and therefore the goal I think should be rather to seek some sort of deeper, interesting thoughts, challenging things. Um, you know, uh, I created the Zen of uh, Eric, the Y app as a chance for you to use the Facebook Messenger to just back and forth yourself, ask yourself the five why question times, uh, a bunch of times to seek a deeper truth. Because I think people never ask why. So for example, even like VR, right? There's a new Oculus headset came out, whatever. Ain't no, like people, oh, you, we could use this to like collaborate and work and da, 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 right? But ain't nobody was like, what's the point? Like why, like, is, is this even important, right? Like, let us actually do say that you bought an Oculus, whatever, right? And let us do say, well, look at this view, right? Let us do say that it did in fact make you a thousand times more productive. And as a consequence, you make a thousand times more money, you're happier, whatever. But the question is, is that what you really want? And like, why? Like, why be more productive? Why make more money? Why even impact the world more? It seems uh, like the hilarity too is that even when I uh, was using Oculus Rift Fs, right? Typically, the ideal view is you have this modernistic house on top of the mountain, you have this 360 panorama view of everything. And then also if you read um, Ready Player Two, which actually uh, I was a big fan of, um, the big question is the, like, you know, you have floor to ceiling windows, kind of this like um, glass cube modernistic house overlooking the city. But then if you can never leave your compound, that'd be super depressing. Like I prefer being Air Kim, than being Kanye West or Elon, who can't even leave their house without being mobbed by uh, paparazzi. So in some ways, I think the ideal is to be kind of somewhat famous in your small niche. So like every once in a while you go out in public, you're spotted or somebody recognizes you or your voice, whatever. But at the same time, the average human being don't know who you are. So you could just kind of be at, uh, live, live as is. Um, like I would not want to be Brad Pitt or, Angelina Jolie, it must their their lives must be uh, horrible. Even like people's like, oh yeah, Kim Kardashian, billionaire, and da, da, da. I'm like, man, you, you live a horrible life, right? Like you, you know, you essentially you have no freedom. And I think freedom, personal freedom, the freedom to leave your house without being harassed, is is kind of one of the highest 
um, things to have. But anyways, so even for me, right? Like I love being here in the mountains, right? Or the countryside, but I wouldn't want to live here forever. I think still for me, a kind of semi-nomadic lifestyle is what I seek. It's so funny too, cause like people is now like, oh, you know, buy a camper van, but let's buy a Mercedes Sprinter van and, you know, live off the grid, but you know, kind of have the, like, I think that's kind of silly too, because you know, people don't understand, right? You get these like mini RVs or RVs or camper vans, whatever. There's still so much maintenance, right? Like something breaks, you gotta flush out the, the sewage system and the thing. So for me, even the ideal is not to own anything, but to just use the billion dollars in my savings account to just rent a car as is, um, ask for favors to people shelter you around. Uh, when you're at the crib, just borrow your mom's car, um, you know, walk, I don't know, take a bike, whatever as you want. Yo, do you see this view? All right, this is pretty good. <laughs> it's so funny too, cause like sooner or later, humans acclimate to everything. Like this is an amazing view, right? Like I think objectively, this is far better than being anywhere typically in the States, even San Francisco or New York, whatever. But then you kind of get, you kind of get used to it, right? So for me, I'm just kind of more interested in going these kind of walks, experimenting with camera, video, GoPro and stuff like that, and just uh, sharing these uh, turbo thoughts. So then the, the practical question is, you know, what are the next steps? Um, what should I do with this knowledge? So, I mean, I can't speak for you, but I could, you know, share what I personally like to do. So, right, just, it's fine too, because if you have a Google account, if you have a Gmail, everyone does, right? You technically already have a YouTube channel, right? Like you just go to youtube.com slash upload. You can do this on your laptop, your iPhone, your iPad, whatever. And you can start immediately uploading videos that you shot on your iPhone, iPad, GoPro, Ricoh GR3, whatever have you. Um, or if you have the YouTube app on your phone, your iPad, whatever, you just press the little plus button. You can start immediately sharing videos. And the reason why I think uh, videos are so, um, the future is that actually, um, even uh, my son Seneca, right? He is about a year and seven months old right now. And out of all the things, he loves video the most. And I don't let him watch YouTube, stupid YouTube, kids, whatever. Um, I actually let him use the built-in either the iPhone or the iPad, or even on my uh, MacBook Pro laptop, the, the Photos app. And I let him watch all the videos of Appa and Suntime Adventures that uh, it's in the videos filter under the, the Photos library, so Apple. So I, th I think this is the nuance I've also learned about parenting too, is that it's not necessarily using an iPhone or iPad or you know watching videos or using technology is a bad thing. I think the issue is when it becomes unsupervised and you essentially let them go down strange rabbit holes and even something I found that, um, you know, when uh, Sen was on my mom's iPad, right? You're watching like Blackpink, then you watch a fan-made cartoon version of Blackpink, then it goes down this strange rabbit hole of this like, kind of like, um, like, Minecraft, like somebody talking nonsense, it just gets very bizarre and kind of like strange, creepy. Like I don't, I really don't like it. Um, and then the the YouTube algorithm keeps feeding your kid, and it doesn't matter if it's YouTube kids or whatever. Like, I think 
Any responsible Silicon Valley parent would never let their kid watch YouTube. And if, in fact, you want to watch them watch videos, show them videos of the ventures you have already gone on yourself, and then let them watch those those videos. And then it's also fun for me too, because like, then we'll watch these old videos of adventures going, and I, I totally forget about, about these uh, fun adventures, and I and I love to um, rewatch it. But anyways, um, so so yeah, I think uh, you know. It's funny because like this house is like pretty cool and awesome too, right? But I would still not seek to buy one or own one, even if it only costs a hundred thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars, because you still gotta maintain it, which is a, a pain in the butt. Like even being here in the the mountainside, right? There's all these like field mices that kind of get at the food and stuff like that. So anything that requires more maintenance is a pain in the ass. Um, this is at least one plus one for maybe electric cars because even though the whole charging situation is a pain in the butt, at least the the upside is. It's less maintenance in so far much as they you know have to do oil changes, radiator leaks, um, stuff like that. Um, also, one of the downsides of being in the being here, no gym. I mean, I still like I still like the gym. I think the gym is fun, even though I have my infamous uh, rock toss funnage here. It's a uh, still I do. Enjoy. So being in the mountainside and barbelling that with being in the city every once in a while, I think is actually a, a good combination. Also, the fun thing about being here on the mountainside, the countryside, is it forces you to innovate in fun ways. Cindy has this brilliant idea that we should just take all the crossfitters and have them come to the mountainside, countryside, <laughs> do do farm work and uh, start a construction company and uh, do this really fun functional fitness. <laughs> 